0: We do need a countdown thing when we go live, Chris Jericho style, <laughs> or we contact one of my old network buddies and we have them do the big booming voice leading up to a broadcast like back in my early radio days when I have to run like a national broadcast for a championship game and it would, oh, I should turn off the email um, where it's like, you know, 60 seconds on my mark. And then they they hit the little phone thing. Now, this is how old I am. Like, you hear a phone. You hear the like, and you're like, okay, that's when the commercial would fire. So, but you'd always have a guy. Maybe would be like, 30 I got a seconds, guy. I got a guy. Thirty seconds until. All right, ready to do this thing. Tweet went out. Let's do it. Let's podcast live. It's OG live, Sleek Fleet. Check them out online at sleek-fleet.com. They're bringing you OG live every Thursday at 2 o'clock here on YouTube with the podcast to follow. We've used Sleek Fleet. They did a wonderful job with our OG tailgate. We're going to have to do the OG tailgate again. Got some plants cooking. If you want to go to a Canes game and stuff, you want to go, I don't know, set up a trip to the airport for your spring break, which is not too far away. Sleek-Fleet.com. My parents,
1: 80 years old, getting ready to go see Andrea Bocelli oh, at the arena. Nice. Got a text from my dad. Uh-huh. Will you arrange for a ride? <laughs> and he wasn't talking about me. Uh-huh. He was talking about Tyler from Sleek Fleet. So go check him out. Sleek-Fleet.com. Your 80-year-old parents need to go check out a show? Cool. You want to come downtown, see the OG live? Cool. Boy.
0: Tyler's got you. We're not letting people in the studio, are we? I mean, uh, we're going we're gonna to have a, an array of guests. We we, we will have some friends of the program dropping by. Lauren Brownlow is going to be here to talk some ACC hoops. Dimitri Ravanos, our number one Alabama fan. I'm going to try to get him to cry. So is he wearing all black? I told him to wear all of his most ridiculous Alabama gear. <laughs> if he has Zubaz Alabama pants, oh, he wins. Be, that would be amazing. And of course, we'll talk to Mike Benescalco in about 20 minutes or so as the cancer are in action tonight for my favorite night, Star Wars Night Show.
2: Let's go. Very excited about
0: that. But let's talk about what happened last night at PNC Arena. Not hockey, but basketball between the Tar Heels and the Wolfpack. It's funny. I was hanging out with Andrew Carter from the News and Observer before the game, and the UNC players were out there warming up. And as Andrew just kind of noted, kind of tame. Didn't really hear some ridiculous things that you're used to hearing from NC State fans towards North Carolina fans. And one of the working theories was, There was almost like a cautious optimism that the Wolfpack might actually win this game against the Tar Heels. Defense has been playing well. They found ways to win. But it's it's the Tar Heels, Joe, that are actually the ones that are impressing here in conference play in finding ways to win. If you told Wolfpack fans Armando Baycott is going to be a non-factor, he's going to have a single single in this game and be out for a good five minutes in that first half, you're thinking, how much did we win by? Instead, Harrison Ingram steps up like he has been, has been all season with 19 rebounds. That's history. One more rebound than Armando Baycott has in this series. So that's been my biggest takeaway from the Tar Heels, Joe, is that they find ways to win. It's not the prettiest, but they're finding ways to win. And that just kind of stacks confidence going into the meat of ACC conference play. We've
1: talked about where the Tar Heels are now post their non-conference schedule. Mm-hmm. We've talked about how they've adjusted to life without Caleb Love and how they put a lot of last year behind them. And now really what I'm looking at for Carolina from here to the NCAA tournament is Elliot Cadeau. Mm-hmm. And you saw some flashes last night of what Cadeau can be to help them with 11 points and six times. You saw when it doesn't always have to be R.J. Davis because in the first half, R.J. struggled. He did. Right? Second half, though, he comes out, kind of closes that thing out, which to me is what's separating these two teams. NC State plays hard. They do. NC State has a, a good defensive mentality. It's not something we've seen under Kevin Keats here in year seven. They play hard. They're athletic across the board, but they don't have a closer. And I think Davis is Carolina's closer. But if you can get Cadeau to add, And to be that extra element, I think that's what can pop them up Mm -hmm. into Kentucky and UConn's range. If if you haven't been paying attention to college basketball, dude, everybody's losing this week. The top three teams lost and not to like, you know, all all unbelievable teams. Mm -hmm. Kansas loses to UCF, uh, Purdue loses to Nebraska, and you see Houston go on the road. Iowa State's obviously a difficult place to play. But my point in saying all of this is while Carolina has a standard and we've seen that before and it is the juggernaut standard. Yeah. This team is not that, but who's to say they can't get into this dance and see what it looks like when the bracket opens up for them.
0: We spend a lot of time talking about, you know, the beast that's out there, the monster the monster that's out there. And with the portal NIL, the way basketball is structured, where really you got five guys, one through five that can play and go on a run. I mean, we saw it with UNC a couple of years ago. Anything can happen. So, yes, you do have to recalibrate how you look at the totality of college basketball and then look at your own squad and wonder, does everybody know their roles and are there issues that can work themselves out? And I think you and I referenced Elliot Cadeau, who got the majority of the talk in the post game last night, which is, which was interesting. I'll get to that in a second. A little, a little color from the post game for you because you were sleeping last night. yes. yes. Um, to me, I think you referenced it as Cadeau being a bit of a luxury. these are luxury problems. All right. He was a luxury problem bringing him in. And if the gamble paid off, it'd be good. It's the fact that Seth Trimble has stepped up while Elliot Cadeau is kind of going through his freshman ups and downs, the wall that he had hit. If he can find his shot, if he can find his shot, then I I think that does unlock UNC going forward. But to me, I think the buried lead in all of this, the buried lead for UNC season altogether is the portal giveth the portal taketh away. You know, Steve Forbes joked about this, what, two years ago, I think it was. Sure, I wish I could find a guy like this in the portal every single year. Well, we've seen this with Hubert Davis. They had Pete Nance. And I'm not bringing up Pete Nance as like a to dog Pete Nance. I'm just simply saying, sometimes it works out. You (laughs) you fit him in thinking he's going to be a replacement level for what you are missing. Brady Manick. Didn't work out. Also in the portal. Yeah. Did not work out. Now here comes Harrison Ingram who has been a do-it-all versatile player. Usually when you talk about a versatility, you know, you put the guy anywhere. Sometimes it's like it's kind of an average player. No, this guy is a motor, which I think also kind of feeds off to something they were lacking last year as well. Our friend Brian Ives over at uh, ACC Network put this stat out there in terms of Harris and Ingram's uh skill last night. 19 rebounds the most ever by a North Carolina player against NC State. Broke the record most recently matched last year by Armando Baycott with 18, who also did 18 in 2022, and then Billy Cunningham with 18 back in 1965. And last night, while everybody was asking a question about Cadeau, people were asking questions about Baycott and only having a single single in this game and being off the court and everything else. You know who asked the best question last night? Steve Kirshner. (laughs) Associate Athletic Director, Director for Communications, at the end of the press conference, he just goes. So nobody wants to ask about Harrison Ingram's 19 rebounds. That's where it was on the list of all the things to be happy about when it comes to the Tar Heels. Right down to the fact that they're 4-0 in ACC play. He he adds a different element. He has a needed element. You know, w- there's
1: there's a lot of talk about Carolina and what Carolina basketball should be. Yeah. Is it the two bigs? Is it you know the is it the play as fast as you can? Is it rebound as, as much as you can? And obviously at the end of Roy's tenure, there was some pushback with, okay, we can't play this way anymore. Go play with one big and you got to have us this stretch four. And I think we, you know, you saw the upside of that with manic, you saw the downside of that with Nance, And now you're getting a different element with Ingram and, you know, Tar Heels have figured it out. They went up they went another slog. They did the same thing at Clemson. Clemson is a high scoring team. They yeah. were able to hold them down for NC state you know, you look at the first half of this game, it's a two point game. You mentioned Baycott struggles. I thought Burns was, a, was pretty much the only effective piece of offense that NC state had. Uh, but you know, you go two for 21 from the three point line. Well, guess what?
0: Yeah. When Mo Diara is <laughs> one of your three pointers, you know, it's guess being what? A, a, an odd, an odd night to say the least.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of people are, are starting to look at Casey Morsell and they're like, well, why was he so good last year as a, as a spot-up shooter? Well, he had Jarkel Joyner, mm-hmm. Interquavion Smith who took a lot of attention, DJ Burns who took a lot of attention. And you, you look at as, at State's guards, DJ Horn plays the whole game, obviously struggled from the field, 2-16. Jaden Taylor had a tough game. Um, uh, you know, I thought he did a good job obviously in the first half on RJ Davis, but I think at all of State's defense kind of hit a wall in the second half. Yes. I, I think Kevin even said it. When you don't see those shots go in, it's mm-hmm. hard to keep defending at that same level. Uh, but like I said, this is this is not a this is not one of those problematic throwaway the whole entire season uh, NC State teams. Well,
0: it's not. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that because I did jot down ready play, to play the hits. Play the hits because I it. I did jot this down. If you're watching right now, you can see on the notes it says Herb Zone. We already asked that question about Dave Dorn. He got him the very rare. <laughs> got him out. A very rare. I got extricated. out. I got out of it. Okay. I forgot the name of the uh, the operation from Batman, um, The Dark Knight. I forgot what I forgot what the extraction was called, but that's exactly what happened with Dave Doran. I wanted to spend a little bit of time on North Carolina and defense because you mentioned NC State being two of twenty one from three. Sometimes, look, basketball is not a complicated game. No, it's not. You got to make shots. You got to make shots. Sydney Low. Great philosopher. And when you look at the two teams, UNC and NC State last night, statistically, for the most part, they were kind of comparable with the exception of one thing. UNC hit some shots from the outside. NC State, again, at one point, I think, was that a 7% from three that I saw on the Mm -hmm. Jumbotron last night? Yeah, it's a little bit of a problem. But in ACC play, games against FSU, Pitt, Clemson, and NC State, teams are shooting 20 of 96 from three. 12 of those made threes were from FSU. Pitt was five of 17. We all know Clemson was one of 18 and state was two of 21. Kevin Keats was asked about that defense. UNC's defense, anything they were doing differently. And Kevin Keats was kind of like, no, not really. We had some open looks. They just weren't going in. I agree with him. And even in the game against Clemson, Clemson being one of 18, not all 18 of those shots were contested shots. Sometimes they just don't go in. Sure. So, there's this debate going on. And Brian, Ives also pointed this out too uh, over at the ACC network in the last three games against ACC opponents. They've held these teams uh, to 60 or fewer points for the first time since 1998, 1999. I saw somebody on Twitter joke with me about like, so if UNC keeps winning this way, when do we start referring to the campus quad as the grounds? <laughs> because really what's the difference between UNC and Virginia at this point, except for the fact that maybe, I don't know, one's J crew, one's Brooks brothers. I don't really know. The point is there is this conversation that's taking place as to whether or not there's going to be a regression that there's bad shot luck versus actual defense. That's leading to these numbers that we've seen from three. Now, typically these four squads, FSU Pitt, Clemson, NC state are hovering around the 33% made range right now. I think Pitt is at the highest right now. No, I think Florida State is at. The, no, I have to go back to Ken Palm and look. One of these teams is hovering around like 37% made threes right now. But the point is, this, is this sustainable? Or is, I mean, is in, this kind of stuff sustainable as the season in, goes on? In
1: ACC play, it's sustainable. Yeah. And again, this gets back to Carolina standard and, and where they are. You know, the, the Kentucky and Connecticut games don't get wiped out no matter how well you play mm-hmm. against these other teams, right? So. That's the question going forward. Like, I, I think it. I think Cadeau, huge, Ingram mm-hmm. huge, uh, winning without Baycott also That's huge, very huge. Because very pe- huge. people confuse what Baycott is and what he isn't. Yes, and uh, the the more he is rebounding and helping and, and being an ancillary part as opposed to the main part, the better off they are. Mm-hmm. My thing is,
0: this is. It's not all a coincidence. Like these four squads aren't all just cooperating by missing shots. No, they're playing defense. They're they're actually playing defense. You pointed okay. this
1: out in the second half of the Tennessee game, which is when this basically starts. Yes. Right? Like they they the second half of that game was a in Hubert's terms, a yellow flag, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah, you're um, not
0: going to win games. It's like the it's like the same issue we have with Wake Forest, right? Right. It's like, hey, look, like Wake Forest, like Steve Forbes, like their pieces. But as we saw against Florida State earlier this week, you get pushed around a little bit. You have to make a stop. I mean, yeah. Florida State's going to make up some problems. You know, let's
1: use it like an NFL analogy. Yeah. this This is a little bit like the Miami Dolphins, though, a little bit. A little bit. Right? Like, okay, cool. You can dominate some of these other teams that you're better than. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. But at some point, to actually win what you want to win that's where you get back to those stats from the Villanova game, the Tennessee game, the Connecticut game, the Kentucky game.
0: Like that's, that's who's in their, their group. Brennan Marks brought this up over at the athletics since December 29th. First game back from holiday break. UNC is number five and adjusted defensive efficiency nationally. According to uh free Ken Palm, Bart Torvich, uh, only behind right, uh, they, behind they, only Houston amongst the high major. teams. Don't dismiss the Oklahoma performance either. Yep. Sixteen points. No, I totally agree with you with that. And then uh, over from the UNC broadcast, Jones Angel had tweeted this out from Jody Zoigner, their statistician as he states field goal percentage of 26.9%. 18 of 67 is the pack's lowest versus Carolina in the ACC era. That stuff is just not coincidental. Give North Carolina some credit because I, I saw a little bit of that last night that I wanted to push back on. Like, Carolina's playing some decent defense. So let's not try to act as though they're just getting a lot of shot luck going forward. Speaking of the Wolfpack, Herb's owner, no. Because they needed last night. I've had two
1: different people say it to me that you know, you guys spent a lot of time during football season. Mm-hmm. Now, we, we should clarify what the Herb's Zone is. Even, not that we didn't the first time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we were because because fairly you can, clear. You can get Herb's personality wrapped up in what we're saying. Yes. It is more of like yes. at any given time, right? There's a third of a, a fan base. There, there's three groups. Mm-hmm. Not a third, but a, there's groups. Three groups. One group, ride or die, love you. One group, they don't care what you do. They're not interested in you. Then there's the doughy middle. How do you get the doughy middle towards the ride or dies and away from the we don't care what you do group? Yes, you know. And Herb had a group. He had a he had the eastern block of NC State fans that was in his side. And that was it. That's what he had. He he struggled with the middle, and he and his his other group kept growing and growing as the years went on. Where he was making them more frustrated by the losses to Carolina, by the losses to Duke, by the inexcusable uh, uh, exits from the NCAA tournament before they had any business exiting from the NCAA tournament
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Kevin I think has his his block but it's definitely smaller than Herb's whoever was right there's I don't think there's as many who hate him Mm -hmm. but I do think that doughy middle is trending towards it's year seven what do you have to show for this and no one cares about the NCAA stuff. No one cares. No. Unfortunately, no one cares that the, the year that's wiped out, he's probably in. Nobody cares that their net was the highest of anybody left out in 19. But here's the... Right, here's, but I'm saying the math The math should be. Yeah. The math should be he yeah. made the tournament four of six. Yeah. But what the math
0: says with no context is right. you made it two of six but here's ultimately that's a big difference here's ultimately where the math ain't mathin okay the reason why dave dorn is able to get out of the herb sendex zone is because dave Dorn can do what
1: well beat carolina beat carolina there's the personality part of it sure because dave has learned as he's progressed salty dave remember dave in the beginning was super awkward and whiny about the 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 cupboard. The fall down. The empty cupboard. And it was like the, laptop, the pass outs. Laptop. Game. Come on, man. Yeah, all that. Stuff. He has graduated and sure. he's learned to he's say older. how to throw the red meat to the fan base. Mm-hmm. Kevin tried the, the red meat once and it blew up spectacularly in his face. <laughs> what? The stuff?
0: The stuff? We've stuffed the yeah,
1: stuff. No, yeah. No,
0: sir. No. No. No, you can't proclaim no, that. No, sir. And yeah. also,
1: Kevin has the misfortune or fortune, depending on how you want to look at it. The program he coaches has won, not one, but two national titles. Mm -hmm. The program that Dave Doran coaches hasn't won the freaking ACC since 1979 (laughs) and hasn't even so much as finished in the top 10, let alone won a national title. (laughs) So you have different expectations for those two different programs. But I do think it is accurate that Kevin now in year seven is is looking at yeah. how do I win over more
0: of those doughy middle fans? You gotta beat Carolina, you gotta beat Duke, and you gotta make the NCAA tournament consistently. And the and the the thing is about all of this, the, the wildest part is it's like no NC State coach can beat Carolina consistently, if at all, right? I mean only one. Yeah, less. That was it. <laughs> So wait a minute, is that the trade-off? You could beat yeah. UNC, but and you're also it. but that's it? That's the entirety of it. And you got to play on a Thursday night, you know, in the in the Les Robinson invitational? So, anyway, let's let's get to some comments on YouTube uh from Kelly. Is there any way those who are in charge take about 25% of Savage Wolves' money and buy four excellent basketball players? Will state ever be relevant again?
1: I mean. They you just said you have to beat Carolina. They beat Carolina last year. They have to beat Duke. They beat Duke last year. They did. They have to make the NCAA tournament. They made the NCAA tournament last year. Like the one thing I will say about that Joey Middle is Mm -hmm. every game can't be a referendum on is Kevin a good coach or is Kevin not a bad coach. By the way,
0: they're not it's not only at NC State. We're doing that to North Carolina. We're doing that to John Shire. There has been a there has been a football creep into how we talk about Mm -hmm. basketball, where we're looking at individual games and thinking. It's over. It's absolutely over. Uh, From Ty, UNC is a Final Four caliber team. The last four games have proved it. It's time to admit that this team is the best team since the 18-19 season with Kobe White. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. There's still time, though. There's still time. That was a really good team. Uh, from Michael in- co- the completely forgotten Kobe White. Man. I know. Thanks to like, Zion. Why do you have to be a freshman that year? Thanks to Zion. Ingram is the centerpiece of the attitude energy change yeah. in this year's UNC team. Yes, we totally. We've been agree. calling that. We've been calling that from the jump. Uh, we'll get back into the comments a little bit later on. Please leave comments, and uh, we'll get to those as the show progresses. I'm also at two thirty going to tweet out the link to StreamYard. If you want to pop on, I believe our friend Hunter, the UNC fan, is going to make a... Got to. It's going to make a reappearance. And if anyone is owed a check. If anyone has a
1: marker <laughs> with this program, it's him. it's our friend Hunter.
0: We've got a Tecmo Super Bowl tournament happening on February 4th. Uh, it's less than a month away. We need participants. It's a $25, $25 entry fee. There's a cash prize for the winner. You get to hang out with us at Shady's in Garner. Whitaker and Hamer is helping us, with that, helping us out with that. Uh, so we'll give you the rules and everything else. If you want to participate, just email us, digital at gmail.com. Jilio will respond to you. We'll get all that information ready to go, and then we'll see you at Shady's and Garner. You can also buy our t-shirts, breakingtea.com slash OG. I was rocking the tripartisan flag last night. I heard. As yeah. our friend JC Zemble pointed out, I yes. know how to rep the brand. That's you, right. I, You're still yeah. learning.
1: No, I was in winter mode. Yeah, I guess you were in winter mode.
0: I guess that's true. So head on over to breakingtea.com slash OG. We got a bunch of OG merch there. Uh, I I heard that the OG OG was in the house last night. Hayes over at uh, Mosquito uh, Authority, Pest Authority. A little bit of an incident after the fact, but that's another conversation we can have offline. Happy birthday. Today. Oh, it's Hayes' birthday? Yeah. Awesome. Happy birthday, Hayes. Yeah. And a big, big, you want to celebrate his birthday? Go to BugsBite.com. <laughs> Bundle, baby. Bundle S- and save. Save money, protect your house, do all those good things. Support us, support the OG OG. to BugsBite.com. And let's say you're an NC State fan and you want to eat your feelings after last night. You want to eat your feelings Mm. about their NCAA tournament potential. You know what you do? You go to Wings Over. Head Mm. on over to Wings Over in Raleigh, Hillsborough Street. They've got parking making it super easy for you. Maybe you want to celebrate. They got a Wings Over in Chapel Hill. It's also the NFL playoffs right now. There's that too. come on! So head on over to Wings Over. Check them out. Order online. It'll be ready for you when you say it's time to be picked up. It's awesome. We love it. Joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline, he is Mike Maniscalco, play-by-play for the Carolina Hurricanes. Canes in action tonight. The point streak is alive, Mike. Or is it going to keep going tonight against San Jose? Uh,
4: if they're playing San Jose, I'd say absolutely. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Anaheim. Anaheim.
0: <laughs> Sorry, my bad. I looked at yeah. the schedule wrong. My bad.
4: Quite all right. No, no. Otherwise, you, get, be you better throw right, your right, card wait, out wait. wait. Can I just applaud the plug-a-thon that I just sat through with you guys for where to eat your wings, where to play your games, where to go get your drinks. Shout out to Hayes Permar, who evidently his birthday ended in some kind of police action, which is normal for Hayes' birthdays. So we'll just, just –
0: Different Hayes, it's but it's fine. Rolling. He's rolling. Mike is rolling. Mike is <laughs> rolling.
4: Phenomenal. rolling. And, by the way, Super Tech Mobile Tournament. And, Joe, on this one, obvious. The good one is you're not asking me for my Nintendo – because I actually was, I had, I had knockus. I was anxious the last time we had these super.
0: Oh, yes. Yet, yeah. we, we, we did stuff. one a long time ago. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. 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 Wait, what happened to your system? People get mad and throw controllers down. They're oh. not- yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, That's right. I remember that. And okay. That's right. Because like you, you have your original Nintendo. Yes. Like I have my original Nintendo and it's, it's, it's temperamental. You, you,
4: you got to treat, you got to treat it right. You know? You Gotcha. You're right. it, 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 you take care of it, it
0: takes care of you. I completely agree. And hopefully it'll take care of us at Shady's. So we 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 hung out with you a little bit at uh, Kane's practice last week before we talked to Rod bridmore head coach of the Hurricanes. And I asked him to give me the non-coach speak version of this turnaround, how they've been on this hot streak, this point streak that I referenced earlier. And it, he he just... He, he, he justified Joe's point about goaltending. It's as simple as that. Is it you agree with Rod? Is Rod just kind of saying that to say that? Or, yeah, it, it's as simple as Peter Kochekov has stepped it up and everything has fall, fallen in line after that.
4: Right, it, it honestly is that that simple. I mean, I I know that um, in, in the rise of sports media, we try to make things much more complicated than what they really are. Yeah. But <clears throat> for every sport, it's just the simple things. Basketball is making buckets you know baseball it's getting outs football it's you know avoiding turnovers and in hockey it's it's not letting in costly goals and it's and it's you don't have to be perfect but you have to make and you can say well when is this or it's kind of this is a nebulous statement you have to make the save at the right time you know when the game can be going one way or the other you have to have the big save that keeps you in the game or maybe when it's taking a team you know 5 10 minutes to get their legs under them you're going to need your goalie to bail you out and that's what they've been getting out of Piotr Kochekov. And I am really encouraged by Auntie Ronce's performance against St. Louis. You know, the one goal performance. Yeah, it's a shootout loss, I know. But that was a pretty big game for him to, to back up the win since being sent down to the minors, being waived, sent to the minors, and coming back up. Uh, he got the win against Montreal, but that was a good performance. But honestly, guys, it's it's I can use the trope, but it's true. In hockey, you're only as good as your goaltender. Yeah.
1: How much of uh, Kachekov's flourish do you attribute to having the Ruski with him? Um oh, be around? And Svechnikov kind of feeding off him, it seems like, too. I know they're friends, and it's nice to have someone you could communicate with. And I think, I think Svechnikov said his mom was living with him this yep. season as well. So I feel like maybe there's a little something happening there.
4: No, and, and add Dmitry Orlov into the mix. Mm-hmm. So you, to have guys that you can speak, I mean, think about it. If the three of us were playing over in Russia, you know, it's, it's good to have somebody who you can talk across the room in, in your native language. And I've got to give uh, Pyotr credit. He's, he's trying to speak English a little bit more uh, and tried for the first time ever, did an interview all on his own uh, without his, without his interpreter, uh, Andrei Svechnikov. But no, that, that definitely, I think that helps Joe, but I think the, bigger thing when you're talking about familiarity it's not having somebody to talk to it's getting consistent playing time and knowing what's expected of him what's in front of him being more basically just being more comfortable in the role that he has now with the team now don't get me wrong i think that it's pretty helpful to have a guy that if things aren't going right you can say you know just exactly how you feel instead of having to go home and you know play a video game or jump online and you know facetime somebody but uh, i think for Kochetkov familiarity and and having things that are comfortable for him. I think that kind of actually goes hand in hand that he has somebody to talk to. That certainly helps, but I think he's way more comfortable in his situation and his role now with the Canes.
0: So there seems to be ebbs and flows to uh, the Canes and how we talk about them with the playoffs. Uh, I know you talking to the team, Joe and I talking to Rod or Tom Dundon, it's they never really got a crack at this with a fully healthy roster. So let's, supplement where we can and expect Svechnikov to be healthy and produce like he's doing Sebastian Ajo, who has, I mean, it took us how long to finally bring up Sebastian Ajo and how good he has been as of late. And then the goalie situation aside, it's the offensive side of things that to me has been the biggest missing piece once they get to the playoffs. And here they are producing. Does that change anything as the trade deadline approaches? We're getting there. We're cause it's, it's getting there. And I, Can, you, can
1: we just take a second? This is feeling entirely too radio to me. Yeah. Um, Mike, are you sad at being a, a former radio person that you've now missed out on the easiest day in the history oh. of sports talk radio?
4: Today's the day, man. No, God, no. no. <laughs> and neither no. are we. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Unequivocally. Who's, Who's, Who's on your Mount Rushmore
0: of college coaches? <laughs> can we get his high school coach on?
4: Oh, <laughs> He flew yeah. through
0: you
1: once. Remember the time they played at Duke? Can you get oh. the Duke parking attendant on? Pete
0: Carroll was a part of <laughs> NC State staff. Can we talk to somebody <laughs> who played for him? See, why are you doing this to me? Uh, why are you doing this? Why are you doing it to Mike? Were,
4: why are you, you like, trauma-dumping <laughs> this on us, man? Uh, it's just, it's honestly... You're- I just go to I have I've have learned to become very zen in my old age. I just go to a go to a calm place and just let it go. It's still too raw for me. Well, I mean, it should be raw for you. I have, no, I I know, have walked you away from time. it for a while.
0: You've had some time, and I'm sitting here going like
4: <laughs> what, what is Nick doing? Saban's favorite sports movie <laughs> and why rank them. Should and we be- get the director on?
0: Should we be giving away little Debbie's right now? <laughs> we should, yes. <laughs> Now the the
1: sales color, will go
5: up. Color color three. Okay, we're gonna
4: color do college three. jokes about Rushmore. I'm gonna drink my dad gum Coke while I'm on here. So because that was last night too, so we can roll that one in there. That's
0: true. That's true. Uh, in fact, some of my um, some of my favorite internet jokes last night came from the people who were leaving Coke and Little Debbie cream pies by the Nick Statement. No, he didn't die, right? But they're treating it like he did die. <laughs> Of course, my favorite tweet was Coke and cream pies. I'm pretty sure that's what got Rick Patino out of Louisville. But anyway, I've got to
4: do the Neil DeGrasse Tyson to you guys.
0: What? 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 All right, let's get back on track. Trade deadline. <laughs> the trade deadline. That's what yeah. that's what sparked this. I know. Trade deadline.
4: Trade deadline. Thanks, Julio.
0: Do they? Um, is there something that, I mean, I think Freddie Anderson's the biggest question mark here,
4: right? Again, again I will, I, I hate that I have a stock answer for this. Okay. For the Canes in, in trades, but it, it is a stock answer because it's true. They are constantly looking to improve their team. Okay. Constantly. So are they kicking tires or are they, you know, is Don Waddell and the front office looking at, what can make this team better, what's out there, what's available. You, you also have to look at this at, at the cost now. And for me, the trade deadline has just become ridiculous. The, the the cost it takes to bring in somebody, and there really is no guarantee. And I don't want to go down the, the whole road of take a look at the teams that have added a big piece and sure. what happens. I mean, you, you literally have to go back to the Canes in 06. For me, if you're going to make the case of a – a team at or really close to the deadline Doug weight doesn't count they did it earlier mm-hmm. um, but the Mark Recchi move that I look at where you added a big piece to a team and they went on to win the cup. so you, you have to have the whole cost evaluation but if there is a, a deal out there that this team can make that will make them better and it, it's you're talking about asset management they are always have an eye to the future of who's going to be here and what their team's going to look like but you know this is also the we talk about windows the windows open. If they can add somebody who they feel that's going to push them over the top, for sure. But right now the power play is clicking. The penalty kill is clicking. You talked about the offense. Uh, when you get to the playoffs, it tightens up. But you look at what they have right now, it would have to be a move that makes sense. And then what piece are you taking out of the lineup if you're bringing a piece in? Right. And I think they also got to look, guys, because you know what the Internet's favorite thing is? This is getting away. This is, I guess, a, a blend of the Internet and talk radio. This is mm-hmm. for you guys. Mm-hmm. It's what's not there, but what's in the system is usually better than what's there. We got a glimpse of that with Vasily Panamarov. So now they got a guy who maybe they're looking at and saying, okay, maybe we got a little something, something. Sorry,
0: please, please refer to Panam. Wait, can you say it for me again, Mike?
4: Panamarov.
0: Can you just refer to him by his actual name? Small beer fridge. (laughs) Can we just make that happen?
4: Uh. Because
0: you remember. An analyst when he was drafted, what in 2020, right?
4: It was, it was. Uh, I believe it, it's for uh, that's for Alexander Nikishin.
0: Wait, I thought I there. thought that was for Panamarov.
4: Panemarev is the forward. Nikishin is the uh, the defenseman who just hey, trusts everybody.
0: Hey, Mike, did you know you
1: were the ombuds, ombudsman for this program today? Yeah. You are the ombudsman. <laughs> I thought he was the small beer
4: fridge. I mean, <laughs> you know what? A, no, 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 you, you, you know, you can look that up because I was watching the same thing, <laughs> and. Uh I, I was right there when the analyst said it. No. And maybe it is Ponomarov but no. I'm pretty no, sure it was
0: a This is the beauty of what we can do now. Oh yeah. While we're Take doing it. that. Ah, here we go. It I is just, Ponomarov? I just Pulled it up. This is from the News and Observer. Boom, looking at it right here. See that? Oh, that See the mic? See that, Mike? You know, yeah, I can't, can't even okay. So it. it's on the screen and it says here he's rated 48th amongst European skaters by NHL Central Scouting, has been called a strong competitor who is good at back pressure and a battler in corner battles. That toughness belies his size. He's listed at 510-180. Uh, so am I. <laughs> but was described Wednesday by one TV analyst as a quote small, beer,
4: small fridge. beer fridge. That is correct. Boom. Bang.
0: Checking up on the checker upper.
4: Yeah, Mike. Hey, that's fine with me. The
0: next time he comes on, just refer to him as the small beer fridge, please. That would, I would greatly appreciate that. You got anything cooked up for Star Wars night? Uh,
4: a couple of things in the holster.
0: What do you think of the Mando Grogu movie?
4: Oh, boy. Everybody wants it. I don't you know, want it. Yeah, no, it's a way to make money, man. But
0: Come that's on. the point. Like, it's a TV show. How is it going to be any different than the TV show?
4: Because you got to pay money to go see it in the theater. <laughs> I'm already paying money to Disney Plus. Yeah, you're going to go pay money to go see it in the theater, nerd. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong.
0: <laughs> Give me your starting lineup of Star Wars. <laughs> <Air Force. laughs>
4: All right, Mike. Uh, do I have something cooked up? <laughs> yes, and it's Greedo shot first. I don't care.
0: <laughs> oh, come on! You know he's leading off. <laughs> All right, Mike. We'll talk to you later, man.
4: All right. Thanks for uh, checking up the checker upper.
0: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right since we're doing these things live and i just got rid of mike maniscalco on the stream yard let me like switch some stuff around here and uh let me, let me, let me wait 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 let me hit a button now but seriously big thanks to maniscalco for hanging out with us if you're going to the game guess what you can do Go hit to the breeze through. Hit
1: up the breeze through, get some coffee, get some beer, get some snacks, get all those good things.
0: Uh, Ken was wondering did the breeze through mug get into PNC Arena last night? Uh,
1: unfortunately, I did not make it to the breeze through before the game last night, but I I believe on a hockey night, I have full confidence in a hockey night. Basketball mm-hmm. night, I don't know everybody.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay. Hockey, I know all the people who work the, the front. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. just something to keep in mind. Uh, we actually uh, had lunch with Adam today over at breeze through and we're catching we ha- we have some things that are cooking I'm excited speaking of cooking they have a food truck so be on the lookout for their food truck uh that'll be posted up outside that PNC arena location oftentimes for game days and things like that and of course there is the mcdee's through over in uh in Kerry which you have a you really really want to do a show from there that's the thing you want to do I, he did not sound
1: enthusiastic about that it seemed like the the town of Cary might frown
0: upon yeah. such activities. We're not really town of Cary kind of people, I don't think.
1: We're, he, he wasn't, you know, super... They have, they have standards to uh, obvious, obvious
0: uh, Stick to uh, uh, Trinity. They, they and, got uh, they got standards to a it's
1: Trinity thing. and Edwards Mill Rivers are used to.
0: Big thanks to Butcher's Market for sponsoring uh, the podcast as well. Check them out. Locations across the Triangle. New location, Lake Boone Shopping Plaza, and of course, location out in Wilmington. Um, we have talked about prepared meals. Those are things that you can take home. But if you're in a lunch rut, you know what you can do? Go Cook to Butcher's sandwich, Market, get a man. sandwich.
1: Steaks, steak, and
0: cheese. It's the fastball. Everyone needs a fastball. So big thanks to Butcher's Market. Again, I cannot recommend their prepared meals enough. They're changing stuff off all the time. They also got some basics like meatballs and whatnot. I've had the, um, what was it that I had? The chicken marsala was excellent as well. And of course, they've got sides that you can package up and everything else. It's all great stuff at the Butcher's Market. <music> okay so you said it was the easiest day in sports radio history yes what before brownlow hangs out with us to get back into acc hoops yes the big news over the last 24 hours has been the fact that <laughs> Pete carroll calls it nobody he, cares about Pete, Pete, carroll, Pete. Pete. Pete carroll got fired and like nobody cared right and no, then he, he gently re- retired oh okay it looks like we have some people coming into the uh into the chat here so we'll do that in a second Um, then you ended up having Nick Saban announces retirement, Nick Saban retired. Yes. And then Bill Belichick and the new England Patriots mutually agreed to part ways. No trade, no trade. Interesting. So where is he going to end up? Washington or Atlanta? Well, it sounds like
1: if Bill Belichick is applying OG logic, he would go to Atlanta. Because that would be he knows the people he would then be working for and would like that.
0: Fair enough. There is one aspect of this. Things we learned this year. You want to like the people that you work for. This is true. Yeah. This is true. They need to respect you, too, while, while we're on it. Or the people that you're working with. So hopefully you like. But and they don't really matter. Them. Okay. Ultimately, who you work for, though, you need to learn. Like. That does matter. That does matter. <laughs> there was one thing that I saw last night, and I know Andrew Carter at the News and Observer pointed this out. All the all the coaches. Let's let's take Bill Belichick out of the equation because he's not done. No, he's not done. Do not believe so. Let's focus on the college aspect of this. We've seen some all-timers call it a career in the last couple of years. You've got Nick Saban, obviously, with Alabama, his what, six national championships. You've got Coach K, a couple of years ago at age 75, Roy Williams before that, Roy was what, 70 when uh, he called it uh, called it a career with well, the one that really irked you was John Beeline, because that oh. was the one that started the referendum. So there's this and big,
1: then Jay Wright was the one that really kind of cemented the talking point.
0: So this talking point is that these great coaches are leaving because of all the changes in college athletics and uh the game is essentially spitting these guys out. And I want to take I want to take Nick Saban and Mike Krzyzewski specifically because if you're bringing these two guys up as a byproduct of the of the grind that is college athletics in 2024, being the reason why they're gone, it's like, do you pay attention to the guys you supposedly cover? Okay, Saban
1: outright said it today on ESPN. That is not the reason.
0: It's not the reason why. At some point, we have to recognize that you're not going to coach forever. Do we want these guys to? And it's happened literally die on the field. That way, you know, they did what they loved all the way until the end. Literally like you, did you want coach K to just in a Duke Carolina game, just go, that's it. I'm coming home. Is that what we want? Because at some point you have to recognize they're old and they don't want the latter half of their, or the last third of their life, the twilight of their lives to be doing this, they've earned the right to walk away and enjoy what is left.
1: Bear Bryant is the one to ruin this for everybody. He retired and died a month later. Yeah. And everyone, all that whole generation Bobby Bowden, Joe Paterno. That, that following generation was then convinced if they retired, they were going to die like the next day. So
0: that's the thing. That's why them.
1: none of them ever retired.
0: So like Nick Saban doing this, the guy went with every part of the adapting of modern college yeah. football and even would say things like, "Are you?" he would outright tell you, are you sure you want to do this? And people are like, oh, Nick Saban's battling. No, no, no. Nick's just saying, if this is the game, I'm gonna play. Yeah, you want and to play? I'm
1: going Okay, well, that's what we'll do. It's
0: like just just making sure we're all on the same page. You sure you want to do this? Yes. All right. Cool. Now I'm gonna beat you. That's what make. That's what made Nick Saban amazing. One of one when it comes to college football. Yeah. Same with Mike Krzyzewski, who openly, openly advocated for NIL, oh. the modernization college of college basketball, basketball players get paid as college basketball czar, running it literally running it like a business, and he decided to go out on his way. So this business that, oh, man, do you see what college sports is doing to the greats? No, it's not. These guys earn the right to walk away and enjoy what's left. All right. I put out the stream yard. Our guy Hunter's here. He's chilling.
2: All right, <laughs> <laughs> Hold, <on, war. laughs>
0: <laughs> Hold on, y'all. Hold on, <laughs> do, do the dance,
2: right?
0: Hunter, this is a little bit different than the last time we saw you when we were hanging out at the green. it is. Room. Let me
2: take those dumb glasses off.
0: And you were uh, you want to chew on with, this though. You were fighting with some—you uh, were fighting with some NC State fans. But you're—you're you're living
2: the best life now, Hunter. What you think? Yeah, you know it's been what 325 days since those pieces of shit beat us, <laughs> or whatever it is. So, living the life, you know. <laughs> I just want y'all to—uh—can y'all tell Kevin Keats the the of basketball school? He <laughs> kissed my ass, or whatever it is. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I know. sorry i had to let those out no i i never get the bit well done
0: on the bit man well very well done on the bit. When are you rocking that brady manic shirt is that what i see you
2: here? oh yeah yeah brady all
0: right all right how good is this unc team dude
2: uh, i agree with the guy that said it earlier i think they might be better than the 20 they're up there with the 2019 team not not better but they're up there I'm getting. I'm. I kind of believe. Oh boy. Listen, I don't
0: think, I don't think this team's going to hurt you, but I'm not quite there yet on that.
2: Listen, I got a hotel in Phoenix already. I'm ready. I mean, you <laughs> can always cancel it, but
1: this is the difference, though. You had this tweet. I think it was you were retweeting uh, a Portnoy, but it was like <laughs> him sending a message, basically like I wanted to send this to every NC State fan I know when Duke and Carolina played in the final four, like basically you're never going to play for anything of consequence. So Mm -hmm. yeah, your your existence is miserable. This is the difference though. You're like, you're out here looking at this Carolina team, which by the way, by your own standard, not the same and saying, no, no, I got, I got final four tickets, man. I'm on this. Don't worry. (laughs) And and as a state person, I'm like, you're you're doing what now? What? That's
2: the refundable. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, y'all think I can uh, put some bourbon in this uh, Chick-fil-A cup? All
0: right. Yeah, you can. All
2: right, yeah. I was
0: gonna say you got that Chick Fil A after that. That's what you did. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. I went and got it. Harrison Ingram. Listen, when you're a father like UNC is to State, you have to (laughs) you have to feed your kids. So Harrison Ingram was like, "Let's feed our kids." I'm gonna miss these two free throws. I'm gonna feed them, and it was what the sellout. They've had three sellouts. I know there's some like State fan that always like loves to like rub some uh, stats in my face, and I'm like, well, let's let's throw some stats back. I mean. There's been three sellouts since COVID. All right. Mm-hmm. Two of them, two of them versus UNC. So it's you all su- it's their Super Bowl. But so when they act know? like
0: it's, but it's also the rivalry. It's why you're here and oh, no, That's why I'm friend. here. I love it. You love it, man. We love it. Hunter, we appreciate it, man. Take it easy.
2: Yeah. Y'all. Have-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is John there? He's earned it. Man, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, John? You don't have, hey, a, good you don't have you guys. a you don't have a cigar on you. You don't have uh. You don't have bourbon in a cup. You don't have Chick Fil A. What's going on?
5: No, I can't follow that. I was hoping you were going to have somebody else. I can't follow that. All right, <laughs> <Sorry>, John. <laughs> All right, you. We have, How well, are you? We, we haven't we haven't signed anybody this off season. It's been a very quiet off season in Twinsville, so I can't celebrate anything.
0: Okay. You could. Are you not celebrating this UNC
5: team yet? Come on, I, man. They look good. I'm, i I well. They looked. Uh, they played hard. They do play hard. I do like Harrison Ingram. Yeah, it's not exactly the. I I was. I really wanted to ask you guys the caliber of college basketball. Like I can't. I've watched other games. I can't tell how good anybody Uh, is. It's January.
0: Okay, that's interesting. You bring that up because Joe and I actually talked about that earlier. And as Carolina has not looked the prettiest in this four-game ACC slate that they've won and kept teams from shooting threes. Uh, and they're not winning in the 80s, the 90s. You know, they didn't drop 100 like they did against Tennessee.
5: You they have to look sc- ar- They didn't you score have, in the
0: last four minutes last night. <laughs> you gotta look. Ar- you gotta look around. I don't have the stat in front of me. I think it was John Fanta who had put that out. But essentially, like what happened last night is a record amount of ranked AT teams that lost to unranked teams. Right. So, so it's just the. I mean, that's just the nature of the the college basketball beast these days. Um, so the thing that to me is going to ultimately get you over the hump for a lot of other, you know, for these games is do you know your roles? It's why I, why I usually give Duke the benefit of the doubt, because at least what we saw from Shire last year and what we're starting to see this year, everybody knows what they're supposed to do. They just got to go and execute.
5: Like yeah, <laughs> Seth Trimble does. Now, Are you, you okay? know? I guess that kind of thing.
0: <laughs> you got you got. Uh, Brian Lowe's here, and she's struggling <laughs> right now. Am I? Yeah. yeah, you're struggling right
5: now.
3: I can hear out of one ear. Yeah, okay. So that's fine. I think I think it's just I'll the headphones. I know.
5: Okay, La- Lauren, I really appreciated your uh, Golden Globes commentary the other day. That was oh, thank clutch. You so
3: much. That's no, that was where clutch. all my uh, useless uh, TV movie knowledge comes in handy. It
5: wasn't useless that night. <laughs> exactly. I thought it was. It was clutch. I've been prepping all year. For that. <laughs> thank you. All right, but Joe. No, I, I think Carolina actually has good role players. That's why they've won some of these games. So. Um, I, I I would love to hear what uh, would uh, the other Joe has to say about it, and I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John. Take it All right, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, when Cormac Ryan plays the way that he can, and then you see Cadeau now kind of pushing in a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, and Davis is clearly the bus driver of the team. Yeah, you know, I, I think Hubert's When you're trying to meld parts together, even if some of them are coming back, it, it's you still have a job to do. And I think he's done a good job with this group and, and getting them he to has. understand what their roles are.
0: So that's good.
3: Agreed. Yeah. Can't believe they're defending this way. That was that's been the biggest surprise for me.
0: I didn't realize they were the North Carolina Cavaliers.
1: Shot clock violation. We just need the we just oh need God, the cheering I for swear. that.
3: <laughs> Here we go. Every every team that plays like somewhat decent defense is uh, is is Virginia and and doesn't score points? That's who Virginia is. To everyone I know. Not like Virginia's defense been that great this year. Not 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 per their usual. No
0: standards. no. And that you know to to bounce yeah. off of what John was asking about the caliber of things. And now that you're here, we can kind of blow up the the ACC in general. The ACC is not doing itself any favors. Like my I like Miami one through five. You shouldn't be losing to Louisville Ooh, like they did last night. Clemson, right. I think you know it could it could be said that the North Carolina game cost Clemson twice, uh, with what Virginia Tech last night where they lost. Seen it happen before. you have seen it happen.
3: We've seen Clemson do do a little swoony stuff sometimes after hot starts. So, um, I don't want that for Brad Brownell, but sadly, it's it's happened. And the issue in
0: in the, in this with the ACC, it won't affect North Carolina other than seating. It won't affect Duke other than seeding. but it will affect a team like NC State. Which needs they needed last night?
3: Right, that's the thing. They yeah. needed they, last they, night. They, they had an really, opportunity
0: last night. They and did. They whiffed.
3: Well, no, that's too too literal. Uh, okay. A little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Two of twenty-one. That is kind of just whiffing there
3: that's the thing though even as it was playing out you know you obviously can tell like yes carolina is defending well and state the other thing is for a while state wasn't taking very good shots either i mean they weren't always getting the best shots not like they were prioritizing getting the ball down low on some possessions they were content to just jack up some jump shots in spite of the lack of them going in but you know it wasn't as bad as what I've witnessed at least once there before. So like, it's hard for me as bad as it was, it's hard for me not to like harken back to the Virginia tech game, Mm -hmm. 47, 24 and go, okay, well I've seen worse. Cause I will have always seen worse now. And I don't think that it'll ever be any worse than that. Like there's no possible way. So even even though state struggled, that will always be etched in my. Like I'm you're, always going to think of that I, and go, well, it could be worse.
1: As I like to say, Carolina has a standard. You're saying, well, state has a standard. Apparently, state of has the, a standard the
3: shooting thing. Yeah, <laughs> although wendell murphy thing man i was like if this isn't yeah. just peak nc state like yeah. this this sort of stuff only happens at state basketball games like between that I, like i, I just... was
1: dying because billis had like no idea who he was yeah, they, they people's
2: people's elderly
1: man.
0: So, like <laughs> oh that, it's funny you brought that up it
3: took me a minute and, and even some state people i know they were like who is this? like no 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 you know. i
0: know so the so last <laughs> night so quick context So last night, Harrison Ingram crashes into uh, the high paying courtside club crowd. Oh, yeah. Or as we like to call it, our old media seats. So. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) That would have been that could have been you, Joe. Mm -hmm. It could have been you. Instead, it was Wendell Murphy. If you don't know who Wendell Murphy is, if you're not a state fan, he is their biggest booster. Yes. He is the man with the money. Yes. And now that we know he's okay, we can all make the joke. It wasn't his check signing hand, right? It's all good.
3: I saw that joke around my timeline, right? Like right after
0: everybody (laughs) had that same thought. Look, as long as it's not the one that writes the checks, everything is fine, right?
3: I mean, except for the fact that everyone sends money on the internet now. Yeah, that's a fair point. That's a fair
0: point. But the Murphy Center is named after him. Yes. Yes. When you remember the the, the dawn of the flight aware era of coaching searches, well, you know whose plane was tracked first? his Murphy's. That's so right. wendell murphy's a big deal with nc state and yes. so you saw that if you know you know and i was um i was in the concourse i was in the um the breezeway watching the game from the floor because i i can't watch it from the fifth floor so i'd rather just be down there watching it from the side and i looked up to kind of get an idea of what was going on and i saw wendell murphy in pain i went oh no Oh, no. And I think people finally realized who it was, and that's when they started booing. Like, how dare you hurt him? <laughs> he's the money. Don't you dare. And it's unfortunate that it was right there for him. Win one for the Gipper. You could have won one for the Murph. Win one for the Murph. You know why he sits there, right? Why does he sit there? He has... Oh, he
1: wants to, he wants to hear.
5: Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, that way
1: he can hear the radio broadcast. Oh. I'll, just, I'll just say it. He's like the only Gary Hahn fan on the planet. I mean... <laughs> it's unreal
3: okay but that makes perfect sense because that's very like yeah that's yeah, very he, older donor behavior oh yeah. sure. like,
1: no that's no just, he does uh, not like watching the game without the radio call that's he old, needs the call
0: that's old sports fan behavior
3: because I get it. I, I, my grandfather yeah, my dad's I dad
0: i mean he would listen to the spanish broadcast but my dad's dad would have an old little transistor radio that he would hold up to his ear while watching games in the orange bowl or joe robbie stadium when it opened up my dad used to do that for a while too So, even I found myself for, like, big games. Yeah. I had a little radio, and I would listen to it, to stuff, when I was at a game, because I didn't have quite an idea what was going on, so... Yeah, I mean, I've done
3: it plenty of times myself, so, yeah, I get it. Of
0: course. Now you stream things, and there's a little bit of a delay. Uh, From Matthew, MJ Rice has to start. He's the only piece that can get to the rim and draw traffic to help our shooters.
1: But they also
3: have to dish to the shooter. I mean, yeah, that's...
1: They're bringing them along. They're getting some minutes. I mean, again, this is all... You're learning on the fly. And again, I don't, I don't, yeah, like don't throw the baby out with the bathwater last night. Don't Carolina's a good team and state was there with them. It just, yeah, 21, man. You said, oh, well, you know. Look at the three point shots. Carolina literally scored fifteen more points yes. from the three point line than NC State did. It, it was that the difference in the time. game was fifteen points. Right. It really was that cycle. Like,
3: like that there was that moment last night too when I think Diara made like one of the two threes. And like I guess he apparently he like joked around with Harrison Ingram. I guess of like, You gotta come guard me now. And Harrison Ingram literally laughed. And I was like, I mean, fair. Like, why? Yeah, like shoot away. That's what they want you to do. They don't want you getting the ball down inside to your wonderful skilled big man DJ Burns and scoring. <laughs> Position they now, want you to shoot.
1: I will say the difference though in the in the two teams, yeah, is that Davis is a closer. In mm-hmm. this state team, they have good parts. I like how they play. They play hard. They defend. They, they do. do. Some, they do some good things, but they don't have that closer. And I think that's where you really want to give Hubert the credit. It could have been easy to bring in Ingram or even a Cadeau or someone else and say, okay, mm-hmm. you take over because what we did last year didn't work and we're broken and this and it's that. And it's right? Like, no, no, no. We still have some good things here. We just have to make them work in the right order, and, and
0: I, I think all credit goes to Hubert for that. Uh, to Kevin Keats from Matthew, uh, yeah, from Matthew Fish one hundred. Keats seems hard headed, and his team follows it. Stop shooting threes if they aren't going in. I don't think. It I don't think. Back.
3: I would. I would imagine Kevin Keats did not endorse all of those shots last night. No. I, don't, I don't know. I'm Going out in a limb. No. I, don't, I don't think he yeah. would have co-signed on at least five to seven of them right is that is that a fair number <laughs> <Five> <laughs> but I mean possibly. that's just off top of my head he might have gone you know what I would have preferred maybe a little something else there I don't know
0: from David given the J crew Brooks brothers comment related from North Carolina to Virginia what's the clothing analogy for Gillio versus Ovias Ooh. I would never wear a golf polo I was gonna say
1: that's an easy one golf polo you were just complaining about the color of your shirt I'm like we have yeah the CW golf shirt. You're like, it didn't. It wasn't even a, wasn't even a register. I,
0: no, I didn't even register. Well, it's funny because I wearing...
1: wore a t-shirt to the NC State golf thing. <laughs> he can't even wear a golf shirt to, to play the the two times a year he plays golf. He can't even wear a golf. shirt.
0: Wait, that's not true. At the NC State, no, you Legend... wore a t-shirt and you had like some no, button up n- thing. No, 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 no. I wore a home field NC State crew neck sweatshirt because it was cold that day. And I wore my Lonnie Pool Adidas zip up. I fit right in, Joe. Okay.
3: I fit. A, right a, in. a zip up would help. Yeah, that helps. Right? It wasn't. It wasn't right. Okay, that's fine.
1: The zip up was fine, but. The,
0: <laughs> By the way, David, David yeah. had a follow up since we were talking about um, Nick Saban and things like that. We'll talk about it a little bit more with Dimitri when he rolls up here, hoping we can acknowledge the anyone but Dabo chance next to Saban's Coke and How cream it, pie tribute last you night.
3: You know what? I. I as a human I guess maybe right my <laughs> as, as a fellow human as a human with like some empathy left in me I guess my literal first reaction was like how awful must that feel if you are Dabo? like just as a person right like to hear people like literally <laughs> chanting like anyone but you to be hired at the place where he played like and has and he's won multiple national titles mm-hmm. since playing at mm-hmm. and they're like Nope, anyone but you. We'll take anyone except for you. That is a lot. That's four, hurtful. Four
0: years ago, just saying. If if this were four years ago, <laughs> Dabo is a legitimate contender. But Dabo has self sabotaged himself with how he's handled where college football is. Again, this gets back to what. Also, I was-
3: you want to talk about gratitude. Boy, Ooh. you're gonna find that in short supply Boy. in Tuscaloosa, buddy. Man, it's been three years since
0: he's won a national championship at Alabama. They're like, is he washed?
3: The minute he says gratitude for the first like, time, get the hell it. out of here, yeah. man.
6: I knew it's not my turn to come on yet, but I'm sitting up <laughs> fuming at this conversation.
3: I, we're sticking up for you. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're <laughs> speaking up <laughs> for you. Fine. That's where the hot I just help, felt buddy. bad for Dabo as a person. That's it. In the moment, I was like, man, that's just—he just got destroyed, roasted. Yeah, I mean, That's yeah, He kind of, he kind of deserves that a little. Yeah, I'm not saying that. he does it. Just yeah.
0: From uh, Jonathan <laughs> State, just wore out. I think UNC's yeah. depth got to him.
3: The, I see that. I don't know if
0: I, I don't know if I buy that because I think NC State actually is a pretty decent deep, deep team, a deep enough team. That yeah, was one of the features of this. State it squad. wasn't a track. It's a men- I mean, it was no. a
3: mental wear down. Correct. I think more than a physical okay. one. Correct. I think you saw like and and you even saw it sometimes after made baskets. So it was like for different reasons. Like it is not a secret that North Carolina basketball of all teams will try to sneak it up the court right past your ass uh, after you make a basket. They have done that for years, and mm-hmm. yet every time it happened to state, it was like what, uh? what? And poor Kevin Keynes you can hear him screaming like, get back! Like someone. Where did back. Luke May come from? <laughs> I don't understand. There's like, but there's someone like fist pumping the basket. I'm like, guys, hello. Mm-hmm. No, you need to be like, your butt needs to be in the other direction before that ball is even all the way out of your hand. Like that's just how this game has to go, and it just didn't go that way.
0: Uh, what do we got here from uh, from James? I used to go to Carolina games with my Walkman to listen to Woody Duro. Lots of info on the radio that you could not I've get free that. internet days, scores, injury reports, yes. Except, yes,
3: yes. And like referee calls, all that, because you're not getting that as much in the stadium. And they didn't used to explain things the way they do now, I guess, mm-hmm. quite as much. So yeah.
0: All right, to wrap this up, because I know Dimitri has a lot of things to <laughs> get off his chest. Clearly.
3: I think, yeah. I I I didn't even send him a consolation text when Alabama lost. Yeah. I did yesterday. That's like the first consolation text I've ever sent him as an Alabama fan. <laughs>
0: we'll close on this yeah, with you you know
3: yeah i know is that yeah, yeah i get it
0: how good is carolina
3: you know this is a hard one cuz if you asked me that even like 3 weeks ago mm-hmm. i think i would have had a different answer um because i liked some things 3 weeks ago but i what i the defense was a big concern for me just a big one and it's much less of one for me now. Now, can they sustain it? Is See, that's the question. The question. So
0: we started the show. But if, if this
3: is the best stretch of defense against good teams, yeah. We have seen North Carolina play under Hubert Davis, I would say, probably. And maybe even in since longer than that, really.
0: So if you're if you're just joining on YouTube right now, uh, or you've been listening to the podcast after the fact, you, you might hear me repeat myself. But it is interesting that the the pushback on people who will say, Hey man, you know, UNC showing you something. They're going to be moving up the AP ranking. You know, what's their seed line going to be, et cetera. They're going to point out saying at some point, there's going to be a regression. This shot luck is going to run out, you know, in, uh, in these four ACC games, their opponents are 20 and 96 from three. Okay. And, you know, 2 of 21 last night for State, 1 of 18. For yeah, it's always, night, you know, it's always a mix. It's like,
3: like, it's always a mix.
0: I thought it was interesting that Keats, when he was asked about it, was just like straight up saying, like, no, we missed some open looks.
3: I mean, they missed and some. They off, yeah, they and did. they
0: did. And they did. And, and out of those 96 shots, you know, yeah, there are some open looks that just don't go in. That's basketball. But...
3: And there are some guys that you probably, if you're Carolina... Watch shooting them and don't mind as much shooting them. So there's, you know, there's one of those, there's a, re, you know, when they say there's a reason you're open.
4: From,
0: uh from Josh on YouTube, Hubert exposed DJ Burns in that second half. You Kado leave DJ Baycott alone.
3: I'm kept so sorry. putting
0: him in a high pick and roll and made him look like a gassed Yogi Bear on skates.
3: How dare.
0: UNC, by the way, by the way.
3: Leave DJ alone.
0: Baycott also kind of had a little a little poke at DJ birds. Like, mm. yeah, He's a little bit bigger than I'm, I'm a little bit skinnier. And he's a little bit bigger than the last time we, uh we played like, Oh, it's like that.
3: Hey, I see. I no, was the one with the glasses
0: last year. Yeah, right? No, no sunglasses yeah. this time. No sunglasses <laughs> this time. So there's that. All right, Lauren. All right. We appreciate it. Let's see if I can uh, handle this. Wait, Monday.
3: Wait. Yes.
0: Apparently we're doing the show together. I told you
1: this.
3: Oh, that, okay. I need you. All right.
0: I'm going to be in Annapolis for kid hockey.
3: All right, we'll, I don't, we'll, I don't we'll talk later okay. about that. Because yeah, have you a, tell
0: me what time works for you. I'm gonna say because that is a day off of school.
3: So, it is. Yeah,
0: Monday. is. Oh no. Yeah, Monday. Well. <laughs> well, maybe Alex can guest host. I'm sure he's got takes. <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he'll be the next coach at Alabama. He might finesse his way to that job. He could. Yes. <laughs>
3: we'll see. I'll keep you posted. But pretty sure that might not be. Uh, okay. In cards. Right.
0: All right. Big thanks to Hometown Realty for sponsoring Ovias and Check them out, myhtr.com. Buy, sell, you can calculate. Most importantly, we've been talking about interest rates. Sometimes you'll hear me on this show say, money ain't cheap. And that we, we got to a lot of places a few years ago because money was cheap. Money's not as cheap these days, but rates are coming down, Joe. And that could lead to a frenzy. And Hometown Realty wants to make sure you're ahead of that.
1: Get ahead of the frenzy. Go to myhtr.com, buy, sell, calculate six locations, more than 250 agents. They've got you covered new construction, more than 60% of their business. Oh, th- this outfit's way too tame from Dimitri. I'm disappointed. <laughs> no, we'll get to that. Completely disappointed. You will not be disappointed though. If you go to myhtr.com,
0: you're also not going to be disappointed. If you go to wh.lawyer Whitaker and Hamer, let's say you bought a house. You want to take it to closing. Whitaker and Hamer can do that. Maybe you want to take advantage of, of a lower interest rate that was in the sevens a little bit down. Now you want to take that to closing Whitaker and hammer can do, do that for you. Maybe uh, you found yourself in trouble because you went and rolled that big tree at Auburn uh, because Nick Saban retired and Auburn might actually have a chance again. You never know, uh, but you got to be careful with Auburn fans. They're not exactly. That's a good point. They, they might, they might poison something. No, that's yeah. Alabama fan. So, yeah, right. There. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go to wh.lawyer attorneys and counselors at law how you doing Dimitri you okay um, I'm, hold on a second. let me turn your mic you okay
6: I'm okay is the right word
0: <laughs>
1: I feel like we had this conversation though no, he
6: it, knew this was happening. Yeah. So I called this back in October. Okay. This was happening. And that, Joe,
0: you've been on this too.
6: Yeah. I, I said back in October when the deal was announced with Pat McAfee to go on every week that Nick Saban does not seem like the kind of guy that is going to put up with Pat McAfee every week. If he is, if there is not a grander motivation, uh, I I still believe Lee Corso has earned the right to say when he is done with college game day, that does not mean he needs to be the coaching presence on the show for three hours. Uh, I have talked to a media agent before that says that Nick Saban has reiterated over the course of the last 10 years that game day would be an ideal post-football career for him. That makes sense. I I think this, I think I knew it was happening. So immediately my immediate reaction was just gratitude for the last 17 years. But I woke up this morning. I'd be lying if I didn't say I was sad. Because, you know, it's a wrap for Alabama. It's not a wrap. I think we get like three more years. But I don't know that those of you without a connection to the state of Alabama, and especially those of you that are younger, have any idea no. just they how messed no up clue, this am going to you. Clue. I'm, I'm going to tell you a story. So back <laughs> before Nick Saban, way before Nick Saban, this would have been when they were, <laughs> this would have been the coaching search that led to Alabama legend Mike Price. Um, it's rolling baby it's rolling baby so during that time the booster core was feuding with with each other mm-hmm. it was the allies the mobile boosters and the birmingham boosters were the two factions and what you need to know about mobile on the gulf coast is that's a lot of inherited money from oh, the timber okay. business okay got you. birmingham is a lot of medical money both doctors and there's a lot of medical device manufacturing there So my dad owned a very nice restaurant in Mobile and a lot of these boosters from the Mobile faction like to come there and drink. And my dad would take care of their tab if they would give him good tickets to a game every now and then. So during this time, I'm home from college and he introduces me to one of these boosters and we start talking about the coaching search and I say, you know, what do you think? And he said, well, it's going to depend on who wins this battle the medical money or the timber money. And he looks around like he's about to say the most racist thing you can imagine. Oh boy. And leans over to me and goes, you know, medical money ain't timber money. As if to say (laughs) these rubes working for their money and not (laughs) inherited it are not smart enough to make this decision.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we know that Dan Lanning In the most modern era of telling a school, (laughs) either they weren't interested in you or they secured the bag at Oregon. Dan Lanning did team meeting. Here's the video. I'm not going anywhere. I'm like, okay, here we go. I think the most hysterical part of this and why you actually barged in early uh, while Brownlow and I and Julia were talking about it is if this happened four or five years ago, Dabo It's like, well, no kidding. Of course, bring Dabo home. Yeah, but now it is hysterical to me that not a soul would want Dabo right now. I don't even think Dabo would want to go. I think, yeah,
6: that's the thing. I think you all are getting it wrong if you think it is the game passing him by. It was that candy ass. You should have gratitude instead of
0: expectations. Bring up, no, no, we, we, we run this program on name, image, and likeness. Alabama's going, fam's going hell no dude we listen, need the money listen this was when i was in school
6: there <laughs> when i was in school there but <laughs> mike dubose lost the orange bowl to michigan in overtime yeah. this is tom brady's michigan team right yeah. showed up to church that sunday and you would think alabama very red state full of evangelical christians they would be happy to see their head coach in church right he was accosted with, why are you not watching film? Right.
1: <laughs> the day after the season ended.
6: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's different, man. It's different. Way it's, different. Listen, I, I I don't think, like, North Carolina has a lot going for it State mm. as a state. Sure. Alabama absolutely does not. I say that as a native, as somebody that spent the first 23 years of my life there, you know, if you are not... From there, part of society there. Like, there is no reason to want to be there. Football, especially uh, in the era after segregation, is what defined pride for that state. And that has never wavered. And we'll be damned if we're going to have somebody come in and say, you should be thankful for a championship four years ago. <laughs> Give me a break.
1: So you're not going to be a prisoner of the moment. But I'll, I'll your gauge of the Alabama fan base. Do you think more people think Nick Saban is the greatest coach in school history, or do you think there's still the Bear Bryant faction?
6: I, I think that now, rides too hard. I think now more people think it is Saban. It is Saban. Okay. I think if Nick Saban yeah. had done this at LSU, though, that would be a very different a conversation. Different conversation. <laughs> okay,
4: mm-hmm.
6: I mean they both won six yeah. at Alabama. Yep, um, Saban had the other one at LSU. I think it's also like that, that was a
1: that's a question mark explanation point. The right. the LSU one is. I
6: mean that wasn't the greatest
1: team. No, no, no. That, oh, you're USC talking about was USC. the best team in college oh, football sure, that sure, year, sure. And, oh, and, sure. and rightfully won but, the Associated okay, Press let, National
0: let's Title. Say, let's let's take the LSU one out of the That's equation. What I'm saying, six and six. Yeah. At, uh, different eras, though. I think this era is. That's the is key. Just it's like how it's like how so I talk hard. about it's like how I talk about Coach K. You know, you, we can bring up all sorts of all all sorts of differences and, and and everything else, but the man did it over four different decades with a completely different how he started versus how mm. it ended. And one in different ways. In 2010, he stole a title, as a lot of people like to say. Then he did it with the one-and-done dynamic in 2015 and everything else. So there's all sorts of ways to do it. Saban, as I I said earlier, the greatest thing about Saban that I think people finally figured out at the end, they mistook his complaining about the state of college football. It was a warning. Yeah. It was, oh, you want to do this to the game. Are you sure you want to do this? Right. Okay, you do. I'm going to do it now. I'm going to beat you doing
6: this. If you interviewed Nick Saban or if Nick Saban was on your network, Nick Saban was not talking to you. Nick right. Saban was talking to his players. Yes. He was talking to high school players. He was talking to boosters. The greatest mistake was that Jimbo Fisher
0: kerfuffle. Yeah. Where people are like, oh, okay. You know, X, this, this, this. No, he was talking to his boosters. Like, you want to up the game? Right. You want to get these recruits right, that they're getting?
6: You have to pay. This is when you say Bama's done, right? And the reason I say we have three years is, look... I, I think the momentum is going to be there, especially if, okay. if Kalen DeBoer is the guy. I think it's a great hire. I think the momentum Not will be Not the lane that, train? That, come on. <laughs> Sark? Oh, see, Sark, to me, is the best case scenario. I just think Alabama could go to Sark and say, you tell us the number, and Texas can counter with, you know, call the booster in Houston and have a rocket ship delivered to Sark's house. <laughs> like, <laughs> And that's the thing the reason that there is this fear that time is running out is Bama doesn't have an oil money booster. Bama doesn't have a big tech money booster. Like those guys, those programs
0: are going to have more power going forward. It's kind of like how we talk about NC state. They got Wendell Murphy, protect him, protect him. I think Alabama
1: is going to be just fine. I think I mean, they have 100,000 seats. No. no, no, no.
0: We'll move on from this. So Here's why. No, what I'm getting at is, and this is what bothers me when we talk about sports. We did it with Tom Brady. We do it with Coach K. We do it with, like anybody who's, the reason why they're special, Michael Jordan, there's a reason why they're special. And we start to have this attitude of like, well, who's the next guy? No, no, what Nick Saban did, I don't think can be done again. All right. Just like Mike Krzyzewski. We're never going to see a Mike Krzyzewski again. I mean, Kirby's trying. It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen for a variety of reasons. Okay. And I do think that, I mean, Nick Saban's the whole reason why the SEC has chance for SEC, and it just means more. The man winning championships caused everybody to elevate in the SEC. How many coaches were fired because of Nick Saban in I, the SEC?
6: I tried counting this up not too long ago, and I lost count after 50.
0: It's
4: nuts. Yeah.
0: And now everything's going to be destabilized. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to be really curious to see how it goes forward. If I were a top coach that was desired, I would rather be the head coach of the Patriots right now than I would Alabama. Straight up.
1: you have more of a chance of winning in Alabama?
0: Well, because the NFL is a completely different beast. But if you're going to have to follow a guy, I would much rather follow Bill Belichick over the last three, at least three years in New England than what's
1: happening I, it in Alabama. Alabama is a special kind of crazy, though. Like They have the same expectations for Mike Shula before Nick Saban yeah. then they're going to have for the coach after Nick Saban. And, and, and by the way, we were on like crazy probation with Mike right. came in. We <laughs> right. were all like,
6: what do you mean? Especially Situates?
1: now <laughs> we legalized paying? Like, come on.
6: I, I will say like yesterday I heard someone, I think it was Pat Forty, throw around the idea of like, well, why not D'Amico Ryans? And like, I think yeah. D'Amico Ryans has proven to be a great coach. But I think to your point, uh, Joe, about it is easier to win at Alabama. I think that is going to be true of people that are seasoned um, and accomplished recruiters. I don't know that it is going to be easy to do what Saban did of making the jump back from the NFL.
0: When we talk to Bo, he's like, you can win 10 games at Alabama once. Yeah. It's after that. Yeah. Mike Dubose did it. Right. Bill they Curry all did. did it. Yeah. Dennis Franchoni did it. It's after that. Yeah.
6: Ray it's Perkins. After that. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, to, when I, I was eight years old, Bill Curry went 10-1, and one, won the SEC. Do you know who that one loss was to? Auburn. And do you know what happened <laughs> after that game? They <laughs> threw bricks through the man's windshield. <laughs> and when I was eight, I thought, you know what? That makes sense. This was the Auburn game. We
5: haven't beaten him in a while.
0: <laughs> uh, very good point. Very good point. Uh, who is this from? This is from David. Uh, Dimitri looks stellar in the prop hat from Forrest Gump.
6: Prop- <laughs> I mean, this thing has been sweated through no, on numerous
1: trips down here. No to hound's tooth, no Zubaz. Is I just thought you very had Zubaz tame, pants. Man. No. just very well, tame. I'm
0: wearing my home field apparel. You are
6: Alabama home field. He is home
0: fielded out. So we do appreciate that. All
6: right. You got an Alabama tat on you? I don't. I've been thinking about what my Nick Saban tat is. Oh. And i you actually a little t- Debbie's cake little in the Debbie. car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bill cream pie. Why not? <laughs> I think my favorite quote of his was, I think it was before the 2016 election and someone, one of the press corps asked him, who does he hope is elected president? Mm -hmm. And his response was, well, I hope we elect to kick ass. Oh, boy. That might be the tattoo. Okay. Elect to kick ass. That works. That works. (laughs) All right, man. Sorry condolences. No, d- Joe, don't be Just be, say be happy it smile, smile that it happened.
0: Okay. It's, yeah. it's Alabama Crimson Tides are the friends we made along the way.
6: That's, that's right. The real Alabama. That's, that's the real. big saving of the friends the, we made along the, the, the way. The real Alabama.
0: <laughs> uh, David says he will personally pay for Dimitri to get a Coke and Cream Pie <laughs> tattoo. Oh, well... <laughs> David, listen, I got a lot of stupid tattoos. Don't think I
5: won't take you
6: up on it. <laughs> you don't have a roll tie or an A anywhere? I'm shocked by that. No. I, you don't have like a little hat somewhere? Yeah, no, I wouldn't do the hat. Like, I hate the hound's tooth. Okay. Thing. All right. Yeah. I. All right. But Coke and Creep Pie. Like, that
5: just right. just oh, we'll creep
6: pie. Maybe a bag of golden flake potato chips. that oh, we're talking
0: about <laughs> the golden flake. Good stuff. All right, man. Get out of here. All right. All right. That's Dimitri let's uh we got some whoa more. whoa whoa, 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 we're whoa like whoa. double stacking over there with your let's get out of here no 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 no, no. Oh, okay we still have some more stuff to do actually. oh okay we're actually you sure we're actually not done i know you've lost steam <laughs> i'm ready yeah you've <laughs> lost steam i've seen i i know that look i know that look We got to thank Matt Davis over at State Farm. Give him a call, 919-779-8277, insuregarner.com. We're all about saving you money on this program, uh, whether it's promo codes uh, like Home Field, OG23, to save 15% or just save money on your home car insurance. Matt Davis can
1: make that happen. You can also talk to a real person, 919-779-8277. Save yourself some money. Go to oginsurance.com.
0: As I mentioned, I'm rocking Home Field. Dimitri was rocking Home Field. OG23 is the promo code, get 15% off. I'm just like, I just like the hoodies are super, super comfortable. Um, And I, the fact that they have stuff that it's like, this is like the um, Roblo NFL. Ro- right. Roblo NFL hoodie. Just, hey, here you go. Homefield, done. Just wrapping the brand. So, again, you go to homefieldapparel.com and save 15% off your order when you use that promo code. Do you want to do it again? Let's get
1: out of here. Some Hey Joe <laughs> questions. It's Thursday. <laughs> Oka Pizza Box is open. Right there on Person Street across from the World Famous Crispy Game. Or you can order online, OkaPizabox.com. Get the square. Tell them that the OG sent you.
0: From Jess on YouTube, as an Auburn grad, <laughs> don't let the door hit you on the way out, Saban. Peace. <laughs> Peace. But speaking speaking of which, speaking of the Nick Saban stuff. My dad popped onto Instagram and used his favorite nickname for Nick Saban, Nick Satan. Oh, your dad, the Dolphins coach. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, why would your dad care about? Because it? of what happened with the Dolphins. Got it. Got and, it. And I don't know if, if people have, some folks have tried to use what happened with the Dolphins as some sort of knock with Nick Saban. It's like, what, why? Just Why? It's the same thing with, like, Bill Belichick. Actually, it's it's one of the... Okay, you're making a face, and I'm glad you're making that face because this is something that has bothered me. I'm going to get it off my chest. Okay, let's do it. All we ever hear about in sports is team, 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 team. It takes everybody to do X, Y, Z, right? And when you experience this greatness and the run of that greatness starts to end, we start to try to assign, well who gets all the credit for it. Well wait right. a minute. All you ever preach is team. Remember, there's no I in team. Everybody <laughs> elevates everybody else and things like that. So does does Bill Belichick stay as a, as a as a as a coach that never really catches on after Cleveland, right? Without Tom Brady? I don't know. Does Tom Brady win 6 rings without Tom, uh, without Bill Belichick? Probably not. He might win a Super Bowl or two. But the, the two have to come together. Right. That's, that's, that's the way it works. So this business about like, well, I guess the last couple of years showed you who really ran the show in New England. It's like, no, guys, it's this perfect union, a thing that only happens every so often. And that's what makes it special. And the same thing with Nick Saban. It's like, yeah, well, he's not that great. Saw what happened with the Dolphins? It's hard to win in the NFL. At least I'll give Nick Saban a heck of a lot. It, that was a personality clash of what Nick Saban is and what's going on with the NFL. He was not exposed in the same way that yeah. Urban Meyer was exposed. No, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm I, saying?
1: I think Nick Saban did the smart thing in getting out of the NFL, number one. Number two, I think Nick Saban, by winning at LSU and, and being successful at Michigan State even before then, showed that he could win at different places in different
0: ways. Mm-hmm.
1: The thing with Belichick, and with Belichick, it's a question of are you the GOAT or are you not the GOAT? Right. And the hard number to get around is his total record, which includes the playoffs, 84 and 103 without Brady. He's a losing record with him. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's hard to... When, yeah, you're you're right. sit, when you're sitting here going, you're, you're right. the greatest of all time, it, it's hard to to ignore that. To your point, though, when you get into, like, who did what for the Patriots, no, no, no. It, it, it was a tag team. And that, a tag tag team. Th- and that tag team, by the way, the record for Super Bowl appearances, nine, right? Record for Super Bowl wins six. He's got them both.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's it. I think that covers it. I think we, I think I went through we all the KJ
1: Jones, maybe let's, maybe he'll
0: take us out of here. Let's get out of here. You want to get KJ on here? Yeah. Let's see what he's got. All right. KJ, you there, buddy? Oh, no. KJ's no longer there. Did I jinx it? You might have jinxed it. That happens. Okay. You know, you go to the phones and they like, you get the dial tone. <laughs> it happens all the time. Like, all right, let's go to such and such in the car. Burr. I'm like, oh, I figured that make you feel a little. You know what, though? I think our conversation with Maniscalco might have been that moment <laughs> of clarity. Because you're right. You're right. <laughs> today today is the easiest, one of the easiest days in radio. You've got like, t- like today's one there of those... There are hard days. I know there's people out there like, will you two shut up about how hard radio is? It can't no, be, no, can't. no, no, it can't no, It can't, can't be. be. A, talk, talk to me on July <laughs> 6th. Okay. We could, we could talk about hard radio on a Wednesday, July 6th. Like, who right? did I tell? Elko? Oh yeah. Anybody, anybody can, yeah, anybody can podcast on a Monday. You're right. You're right. Anybody can podcast <laughs> on a Monday. Talk to me on a, talk to me on Wednesday. No, but like there are certain days that are just no no real prep is required. Like Super Bowl Monday, you're right. good. Everybody watched it. You've got your opinions. We're good to go. Spin them. NCAA tournament kind of stuff. All that stuff kind of plays out. Carolina State playing Carolina Duke. Those are easy days. But today today is a unicorn, man. Yeah, today is a unicorn. And with all the coaches that are done, like there's only like what LeBron James retiring. Would that be the only other <laughs> yeah. thing you could put on top of this? Uh, Tom Brady comes back Jordan dying. No, stop it. Yeah. Tom Brady coming back. No, I'm saying news. Oh, in terms of news. Yeah. I, Bill Belichick. And now Tom Brady's going, I'm going to come back to new England. Right. Maybe, maybe Tom's the next coach or coach owner, maybe quarterback, something to keep an eye on. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up. Shout out to everybody who hung Especially out with us here. David. Yes, everybody. Everybody's on it today. Everybody who hung out today on the on the chat. We're going to be doing these every Thursday at two o'clock on YouTube. And of course, sleek we fleet. cannot do this sleek without sleek dash Sleek Fleet. Check them out. Sleek Fleet.com. Ride in style. It's not your average ride share. So again, check them out. Sleek fleet.com. They're bringing you these OG Live on Thursday. We will see you on Thursday. Monday. Let's see if I hit the right outro button so I don't have to do any editing here. Here we go. Ready?
6: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently.